Phil Foden. Foden hasn't been played as often as the youngster would have liked this season, and certainly not as often as the English media wanted him to play. Foden is a spectacular young talent whom Guardiola has been keen on using, but is in no rush to fast-track him. As a result, many have suggested that Foden should follow fellow City Academy graduate Jadon Sancho and move abroad. But Foden has remained loyal and has finally received his reward when he was selected to start this big game at the top of the Premier League. And he started by heading City into a 5th minute lead. It was a big goal and the execution of it showed the unique tactical edge Foden brings. Goal threat. City's midfielders are all great passers and creators, but they lack two key skills, controlling the tempo of a game and goal threat. And Foden provides goal threat. He can pass, he can carry the ball, but when he plays passes he follows them through, darting into the box and making himself an option for City, which is exactly what he did when his third man run left him wide open for Aguero to find him with a header across goal. He leapt into the air and thumped City into the lead with his first Premier League goal. In so many ways, the player Foden resembles is none of the current City stars, but a player whose presence at the Etihad was baffling and minimal. Frank Lampard Foden's ability to get forward and impact games, even ones as big as City vs Spurs, is massively reminiscent of the Chelsea legend and could give his boyhood club a decade or more of pure goal-scoring joy. Spurs better without Kane Harry Kane got injured halfway through Spurs' first leg of the Champions League win against City, and many predicted doom for Pochettino's men. But they've not really felt his loss. In fact, in many ways they've looked better without him, but just versus City. It's absurd to suggest because Kane is obviously a world-class striker, but his physical limitations, such as he's a slow player, mean that when Spurs play against City, a side that dominate possession and push them back into their own half, it's harder for them to break. Son was blitzing into the City half and tormenting their defenders with his pace and movement, and so was Lucas. The combination of these two in attack was too much for City, who survived by the skin of their teeth, and a couple of very bold interventions from Ederson. That honestly could have gone another way. It was notable that Spurs bringing on Lorente as a focal point dramatically lessened the danger of every Spurs attack. Kevin De Bruyne Manchester City have been supreme all season. They are currently second in the league with just four games left to play. And they've done so despite not having Kevin De Bruyne for basically half the season. He has missed 14 games through injury this season, and he's played many more, some way short of fitness as well. In City's last two games, De Bruyne has been magnificent. In the Champions League against Spurs, he had a hat-trick of assists, and his creative genius almost saw City qualify. But this time, he had to go off after 38 minutes with another injury. City gutted it out for the rest of the game and picked up a big win, but if De Bruyne is going to miss any significant time, then the rest of the season will be as much of an absurd test as the rest of the season has been. If City win the title without their best player for basically all season long, you just have to stand up and salute them. As much as City have missed De Bruyne, 
The reason they are in the title race despite not having their best player for much of the season is down to Bernardo Silva. The creative genius who was signed from Monaco before last season and barely featured in 1718. Bernardo was an afterthought for Guardiola as City steamrolled to a 100-point title win. Not this season though. This season, Silva has been the focal point for City, whether he's played in right wing or central midfield. The fact that he has been so essential in two positions speaks to his brilliance. Spurs simply couldn't get near Bernardo all game long. Bernardo regained possession eight times and no one else on the pitch could top that number and he created more chances than anyone else too, with four. A masterclass, and he even gave his Man of the Match award to Phil Foden afterwards, just to show he's as good as a person as he is a player, and he's a pretty damn good player. Mental Toughness It can't be easy to lose your best player for much of the season, and just when he's back and playing well, you lose him again. It can't be easy to get knocked out of the Champions League on away goals with a last-minute winner getting ruled out by VAR. It can't be easy to have to yet again function without your left-back all season because he can't stay fit. And it can't be easy to have to contend with a challenger as relentless as Liverpool have been and still win 10 games in a row at the back end of the season. Yet City have done all that. And when they were getting ripped apart on the break by Son and Lucas, it would have been so easy for them to lose their heads. Stones and Laporte were often 2v2 with the Spurs forwards and playing with no margin for error, and made no errors. Moreover, Ederson, who was culpable in City's Champions League elimination, stepped up and had a big game with some impressive 1v1 saves. Guardiola looked offended in the post-match interview when it was put to him that City had shown character versus Spurs. Pep said rightly so that City have been showing their mental strength all last season and this one too. And whilst his tone was insistent, he had every right to be, because City are a side that are not broken easily, which bodes well for the rest of the title race.